This is Gateway City Sports. Cardinal fans, welcome back to episode two of the Turnin' Two podcast with your host, the one, the only, Matt Knowles. Anyways, so we're going to jump right into it. We have so much stuff to talk about since our last conversation on the first episode, the upload on Sunday. So let's just, let's, let's dive in. The Nolan Arenado trade is officially official. MLB signed off on it. The Colorado Rockies, they got fleeced. I don't even know how it happened, but it happened. We have names connected to it. The Rockies are poorer. They are now one Nolan Arenado less than they had a week ago at this time. And the Cardinals are a damn good ball club now. So, what's the names and everything else on it okay here we go since you asked since you care since you've probably already read but listen i've got to do this for my own sake and mental health so i'm going to talk about it the cardinals got nolan arenado the rockies got austin gomber alaris montero mateo gill tony losi and jake summers now i'm going to be real honest with you and i live in Springfield, where the Cardinals are, the Springfield Cardinals, I only know two of these guys, Austin Gomber and Larry's Montero, both of who I've seen in person, whatever, what have you, but man, it's tough to lose Austin Gomber. I wasn't high on him entering into last season, but my goodness, in spring training, I was falling in love with him. And I'm sorry to his wife, to his son. I was falling in love with Austin Gomber. And watching him pitch last season, during the regular season, I was I was just impressed with the kid. And he was becoming a favorite pitcher of mine on the Cardinals. Um, so it sucks to see him go. I really hate seeing him go. But I wish him nothing best in Colorado. And I, and I hope... You know, he, he pushes for a Cy Young in the future because I think the kid's got the stuff. He's got the stuff and he's impressive. He's left-handed. He just gets the job done. Um, so if we have a centerpiece in that trade, I'm going to say that might be it. Um, Larry's Montero, however, um, you know, I saw him play a little bit in Springfield. I know he's been hit by the injury bug. Still a young kid. Um, the Cardinals do have high hopes on him, though. So, you know, I, I hope he does have a great career, too. 
in Colorado or wherever else uh, his career may take him. Um, but we didn't get to see him much. It is what it is. He's a prospect. At the end of the day, we got our guy, Nolan Arenado. Um, the other guys, you know, I've, I've seen Mateo Gill and, and Tony Losi's name. I don't know much about him. I'm going to be real honest with you. So, but to all to all these guys, you know, I hope I hope they have great careers moving forward. Um, but it's about the right now. It's about finally getting Arenado in, in St. Louis. And my God, this guy has been nothing shy of amazing since the deal. I've I've listened to every interview that he's done, whether it be the the initial Zoom call or you know the 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 two radio interviews he did on Thursday. I mean he he's so excited to be a Cardinal, and I can I can hear it in his voice. Um, he was telling a story yesterday to uh, Brad Thompson and Jamie Rivers on uh, the fast lane about how he remembers playing in Springfield or against the Springfield Cardinals when Mike Schilt was the manager and the squad had Carlos Martinez, uh, Seth Manis, um, Oscar Taveras, and how he would see Mike Schilt coach in third base and just chatted up with him, which may not seem like a big deal to some people, but uh, at the end of the day, this was the same Springfield Cardinal team that won a Texas League championship. They won a Ch- Texas League championship in 2012. That was 10 years ago. And so it just kind of blows my mind that uh, Nolan remembers all this stuff from, you know, that long ago. And, and I guess how those guys had an impact on him. But all in all, we are getting one of the best, if not the best, third baseman in Major League Baseball Coming to St. Louis, and truly it hasn't set in yet, it won't, even after he puts on the birds on the bat uniform, it won't officially set in. Hell, it kind of blows my mind that Paul Goldschmidt is a St. Louis Cardinal as well. It's like we are stealing all-stars from the NLS, and I don't really have a problem with it at all. If they want to send over Tatis in a year or so, that's fine with me. That's their judgment, but I will accept it if they absolutely do that. But let's go ahead and move on to the next topic of discussion. Uh, Another guy that we lost officially, um, Colton Wong, signed a two-year, $18 million deal with the division rival Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Now he does have a third-year team option on the end of that. So I know there's a lot of mixed emotion about it. And I, and I feel it. I've went back and forth on it multiple times. Um, you know, Colton is one of those guys that has grown up through the Cardinals organization. Um, and we've seen him make play after play after play. And the shitty thing about it is he was not dealt the best hand of cards early on in his career, you know, um, from getting picked off in the World Series Um the loss of his mother through everything he went through with being benched um, with our previous manager. Um, The guy wasn't given his fair shot early on. um, And he really exploded as a defensive player um, after that. But at the end of the day, you know, money is a thing. We did get better at third base and Tommy Edmond is still under control. And, 
you know, Tommy may not provide the highlight reel plays that Colton Wong did. However, Tommy Edmond has speed as well. Tommy Edmond has a decent bat. Um, I think we'll, I don't think, actually, we will get more offensive production from Tommy Edmond than we would have with Colton Wong. With that being said, it's still a tough loss to see a guy who has been with the Cardinals since he came up throughout the minor league system end up going somewhere else, especially one that is loved by many fans. And, um, you know, I wish nothing but the best for Colton moving forward uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers or, or whoever else he plays. And, and, you know, one of the cool thing is we'll get to see him play multiple times a year. And I can't uh, say that I'm, I'm sad about that. You know, he gets to stay in the division, and we'll get to see him make those highlight reel plays. Hopefully not as much anymore, um, especially against St. Louis. But that's fine. If he does, he does. It's expected. On the very positive note of that, at least we don't have to see him in those ugly-ass Chicago Cub uniforms. And I'm completely stoked about that. So anyways, moving ahead now. After the Arenado trade was complete... Moselock made the comments that the Cardinals may not be done adding pieces yet. We were also rumored to have made an offer to Jock Peterson before he signed with the Chicago Cubs. With that being said, I don't think St. Louis is done, especially with the fact that the Cardinals had been speaking with the Rockies about Arenado for weeks, maybe even months prior to everything unfolding this past weekend. So that kind of jogged my brain a little bit, and I started processing, well, you know, they already tried for one bat. Why not try for more? And then I took a step back and realized, well, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals outfield is completely jam-packed. Yes, there are pieces you can move. And then yesterday, at some point in time, some information came out that, there's still three pitchers on the market because I don't believe fully that the Cardinals have the money for Trevor Bauer's services. Um, so then I thought to myself, well, hell, you know, that makes sense. We can add another starting pitcher. Um, the names on that, if you haven't heard, are Jake Odorizzi, James Paxson, and Taiwan Walker. Only one of which of those names that really impressed me, and that's James Paxson. Um, for reasons that Taiwan Walker, I, I feel like the injury bug has just kind of kept him from being the player that he can be. I mean, he's had decent numbers here and there, but hasn't really played full seasons. Um, and Odorizzi, to me, the numbers just aren't there. Now, James Paxton, however, you know, he would be great um, in the Cardinals' starting rotation. But... You know, we still have other guys that could come up in that role if we needed to add another bat. Um, You know, we've still got Alex Reyes, Carlos Martinez, Ponce de Leon, who could hold down that fifth spot. Now, if we were to get a pitcher, of course, these guys could still be in the bullpen. And, I mean, essentially, we could have a super pin, um, which is, that's cool. It's whatever route the Cardinals want to go. But then, with all of that being said, late last night, John Mosellock 
made another move out of the middle of nowhere um, by trading Dexter Fowler to the Los Angeles Angels. And I'll jump into that trade here in just a minute. But I kind of want to stay on this. Do the Cardinals add a bat? Do the Cardinals add a pitcher subject for just a minute? I mean, because my brain could go either which way. Now I see it as, hey, you know, do you add a James Paxton and then trade Martinez, trade Carpenter for something else? I don't know. It could go one of any way at this point in time because no one understands or, or knows what John Mozeliak is doing. Um, but I think, you know, if you're going to give the way for Tommy Edmond to take over at second base, then why don't you let these guys who are already in the organization try to hunt for that fifth spot in the rotation? And essentially, you can go for a bat at that point in time because you've now at this point in time traded Dexter Fowler to create space. I know that they're holding close to this concept of, oh, we want to give the young guys a chance. Absolutely. You know, I'm absolutely for giving Dylan Carlson a starting role because I think personally, no bias, of course, that Dylan Carlson is the best outfielder that we have. Um, out in the outfield and at the plate, um, he's to me he's the best one we've got throughout the organization. So if you're going to do that, why are you not going to give one of these guys, especially Alex Reyes, who has been injured, who hasn't had full seasons until we really saw him last year, give him that shot at that fifth spot in the rotation. Um, but on the other side of that, you could essentially put Paxton in the fifth spot and create a super bullpen. So that does make sense to me, too. But as I said, the Cardinals sent Dexter Fowler. So does that make an opportunity for them to either sign an outfielder in Marcelo Zuna, possibly, or does this create space for a trade in which you are bringing in somebody else? I saw a rumor some point in time during this offseason of a, whether it be a fan making a suggestion or what, that the possibility of trading one Matt Carpenter to the Boston Red Sox for J.D. Martinez and a swap of bad contracts, which I would have no no issue with at all. I think that uh, you know J.D. Martinez's numbers are good. Um, he would provide a good bat for this already decent Cardinals batting order. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to end up happening, but I don't think St. Louis is done adding at this time. Whether it be on the pitching front, whether it be um, adding another bat to the lineup, um, I don't think they're done. And usually you can tell when John Mosellock talks that they're either doing something or they're not. I mean, the Cardinals fans have been let down year after year of him. Oh, you know, we're not going to do this or yes, we're going to do this. And, and um, him saying, Hey, we're still looking. It, it strikes me as abnormal for him to make those comments. And so I don't think that they're done. I don't think they're done, which is completely fine with me. And uh, because I think that their goal all in all is to win a world series this year. I know it may have not seemed like that in the past, 
But I do think that they are absolutely absolutely gunning for it this year, especially the pulling the trigger on the Arenado trade. Um, I think that was part of the um, pull to get Yachty and Adam Wainwright back. Although Yachty hasn't officially signed yet, it's rumored that he is going to sign after the Caribbean series. So, you know, I think that was a lot of it to say, hey, guys, come back to St. Louis, you know, on, on a decent decent-sized contract. We'll put a team around you so this last year we can go for it all one last time and bring you guys home a ring. But we'll find out in the coming weeks. Spring training starts in, oh, 12 days. Um, everybody will start reporting. So from if history repeats itself, John Mosellock will get a deal done if he does in the coming weeks because for whatever reason, he loves a complete team going into spring training. But as I've said repeatedly, I do not believe that this team, as it sits right now, is the team that we are going to go to spring training with. And a lot of the reason why I think the Cardinals are going for an outfield bat, not only is the fact they already had an offer in for Jock Peterson, but the simple fact, um, I guess I'm going to jump right into it, is the Dexter Fowler trade to the Los Angeles Angels. I know that's being reported that they traded him because he wasn't going to get playing time. However, they traded him to Los Angeles paying damn near every bit of his contract on the last year of his contract. So to me, that tells me that you're trying to create space, trying to create space for something else. Um, You know, they traded Fowler for a player to be named later and literally, like I said, paid... $12.75 12.75 million of his contract, leaving only the Angels to pay 1.75 million. All in all, I, I just think it's it's odd, um, especially with the youth in the outfield. I, I don't know, regardless of his gold glove last year and Harrison Bader's bat, to me, it's just a big question mark. Um, I love Dylan Carlson. I think he's a mainstay in the outfield. But you didn't trade Fowler to create room for him. You traded Fowler for something else in my eyes. Um, those other two guys in O'Neill and Bader are, are question marks. And moving forward, I, I don't think like they're everyday players. I do love Tyler O'Neill. I think he's decent outfielder. Harrison Bader's a decent outfielder too. But we haven't seen consistency at the major league level from those guys at the plate. Now, you may say, well, what's Dylan Carlson done? And he hasn't done anything really at the major league level yet. But we've seen a lot from him in just the little bit we did last season uh, with his with his eye at the plate, uh, with his, you know, hits, um, the, the little pop that we did see, um, somewhat speed, and his defensive ability. But you don't trade away a guy in his last year paying all of his contract for no reason. You do that just to get rid of him. And regardless of the, the rumors or the the words in the paper that uh, you were moving him 
to make way for these younger guys. It just, to me, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all, especially with a switch-hitting uh, outfielder who's in his last year, who is a veteran in the outfield, and it just pushes me leaning towards the Cardinals are going to make a move for an outfielder or sign an outfielder. I, I think they know they have the pitching to compete. I know they know they have the pitching depth. Uh, plus, we still have guys in AAA who are gunning for a spot. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Zach Thompson, a left-handed pitcher. But I don't know. I don't know which way John Mosellock is going to go from here moving forward. These are obviously just my thoughts on everything, and that's why I lean towards the addition of a bat after the Dexter Fowler trade to the Los Angeles Angels because the guy hasn't been terrible. He's been an average player, but you have other average players already out there. So that's just that's just where I stand on it. You may think differently, and that's fine. We've all got our own opinions. So moving ahead here to the final portion of the podcast for this day, uh, I actually had two questions that stuck out to me that I have wrapped into one, which was, you know, what is Matt Carpenter's role in 2021 going to be? Slash a creative trade idea. So my personal thoughts, if Matt Carpenter stays with the St. Louis Cardinals in 2021, we ride this roller coaster of a career out. I think that Matt Carpenter is going to be a super utility guy. I think that he will get time at at third base when Arenado needs days off. I think you could see him also at second base filling in for um, Tommy Edmond as needed. But I could see him filling in at first base too whenever Goldie needs a day off because Matt Carpenter has played all these positions. You know, the Cardinals have asked, hey, Matt, you know, let's move you here. And he, he's done it everywhere he goes. He's moved to that position and done it. You know, maybe not the best. Maybe we've had questions about his arm. But Carpenter has has gone to the positions that St. Louis has asked, and he's played them. But that also benefits the team whenever they need somebody like that to take on that role. So that's that's my thoughts is that if, if Carpenter does remain with the Cardinals, that he will be a super utility guy. Hopefully we don't see him in the outfield. I think moving infielders to the outfield, that experiment needs to be done over with burn it to the ground, get rid of it, never do it ever again. We've seen it with with Matt Adams. We've seen it with Colton Wong. It just needs to be done with. Just stop, please. Don't do it ever again. Um, but to the second half of that is the creative trade idea. I, I, I would like to see if you're going to trade the Matt Carpenter contract and you do go with the trading for another bad contract on another team just to wash it out, maybe fill something, I don't know, would be the role of uh, the J.D. Martinez trade to Boston. Um, I think J.D. can come to St. Louis and then provide a a bat in the lineup, maybe not the glove. I, I can't say that I've watched him in the field often, but if you're just trading him for a bat, then... You know, I mean, I guess the other option is Marcelo Zuna, and we've seen as Cardinal fans the 
amazing highlight reel gold glove defense from Marcelo Zuna. So if those are your two options, you know, I mean, make it happen. You know, add another bat to this lineup to make it so ridiculously deep that you're looking at a team that pitchers fear much like the 2004 Cardinals. You know, you have Murderer's Row. And to people that don't really recall those years of Cardinals baseball, you know, you had Edmonds, you had Walker, you had Pujols. It's just, it's, it's one of those lineups that you get excited about. And I think, you know, regardless of, of adding Arenado at this point, you know, adding one more bat, I think would put people way over the top of excitement entering in the 2021 season. And I don't think the past few seasons, Cardinals fans have entered spring training thinking, hey, we can win this division. I think we've kind of walked into spring training and thought to ourselves, well, let's see what happens. But all in all, the division in itself, it doesn't seem like anything. You know, the the Cubs added Jock Peterson, got rid of Schwarber. Um, they, they don't have some of the pitching they had. Milwaukee is, is aging. Um, they will have Lorenzo Cain back this year. Hopefully, he's an exciting player to watch. But Pittsburgh is dog shit. Cincinnati lost Bauer. Um, they, they were nothing to be impressed with already. But, you know, I, I think it says a lot about the state of the franchise that they're going out and, and trading for an Arenado, and they're trying to, to put the, the division away early. But like I, like we discussed, you know, in, in Moselec's comments, I don't think they're done adding. And I, I think the sole purpose of that is because they want to win it one more time for Yachty and Adam Wainwright. But all right, okay, let's close up shop for uh, this podcast. Uh, I really have to get off here real quick. Uh, the queen, Trevor Bauer, is allegedly going to make an announcement soon on where he is going to pitch in 2021. And by God, I have to clear every freaking thing I'm doing so we can see where he's going to pitch. But all jokes aside, you can catch the Turn Into Podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. Please subscribe. Drop me some comments or questions. Heck, even maybe let me know who you want to see on the show. I'm going to try to pull anybody on here that you guys would like to see as a guest. So until next time, be healthy, stay safe. Go Cardinals.